Welcome to FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's fitness, wellness, and endurance sports podcast. I'm Zach Newfeld, and we're brought to you by Wenting Cycle in Mission. Here's your Wenting's Word of the Week. It is Speak and Spin. Your Wenting's Word of the Week is Speak and Spin. Mention that word to Bruce or any staff member the next time you're at Wenting's, maybe on Wednesday for that Wednesday night spin session that starts at 6, and you'll win a prize. It's just that easy. Once again, your Wenting's Word of the Week is Speak and Spin. We're also brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. With the new year here, it's time to get going on the new you, and TriJoy can help. If this is your year to try your first triathlon or do your first marathon, our low client-to-athlete ratio ensures that you get the support and assessments you need. We offer in-person consultations, effective training plans, and regular progress assessments to keep you on track. It's TriJoy. See our link at the bottom of this page. What do Zwift and Vinyasa have in common? You'll find out as we wrap up our Fit Tip of the Week feature on the top three fitness trends of 2018. Chad was also a big word in 2018. In fact, it, or he, was epic, as in the Epic Five. We'll hear part two of Kevin's interview with Epic Five finisher Chad Bentley. All that and your upcoming event schedule. All on FitSpeak 57. 35 minutes of probiotic brain food coming your way right now. And here's your FitSpeak 57 upcoming event schedule. If you live in Mission or Abbotsford, you don't have to travel very long for this one. It's the annual hypothermic half marathon put on by the running room. Being a half, yes, that means it's 13.1 miles long. And it's along the scenic and sometimes fragrant Matsqui Trail. The race is coming up quickly. It's on Sunday the 20th. If you haven't got the legs for the half, there's also a 5K event. And did I mention there's a post-race brunch at Mission Springs? Well, I did, just now. Get in on the action by visiting hypothermacalf.ca. That's hypothermacalf.ca. In Fort Langley, mark this one on your calendar. It's Sunday, February 17th, a race that's been around for a decade now. It's Mitchell Hudson's Tri-Events Historical Half Marathon, 10K and 5K. To sign up, go to tryevents.ca. That's tryevents.ca. Let's stay in Fort Langley for just a minute and tell you about the Prospera Grand Fondo. It's on Saturday, July 20th. Lots of time to train. It features a 160, a 100, and a 50-kilometer route. To get a look at those routes and to get more information, head off to Valley Grand Fondo. That's without a D. It's valleygrandfondo.com. Finally, if you've ever thought about doing your first triathlon, here's a suggestion. Sign up has already started for the 2019 UBC triathlons. You can either do the standard distance one, which is a 1500 meter swim, a 40k bike, and a 10k run. Or you can try one of the shorter distances. To get more on the events and to sign up, Google UBC triathlon and follow the links. You can sign up today, save a few bucks. And just a reminder, if you have an event, whether that's a race, a clinic, or a new fitness group, we want to hear about it. Leave us a comment on the FitSpeak homepage and we will be in touch with you. And that's your FitSpeak 57 upcoming event schedule.
Is it going to be a fad or is it going to be the real deal? We'll tell you what they are and what they're all about. Here is your FitSpeak 57 Fit Tip of the Week. And we're at the end of our look at the top three fitness trends of 2018 as compiled by the Daily Burn. If you remember from a few weeks back, we looked at mindful movement as the number three fitness trend of last year. And last week, we looked at number two, which was virtual reality training. Now, those two things were really quite new to the world of fitness and wellness, but at the top of the heap for 2018 is something that's been around for thousands of years. Invented in India. Yes, it's yoga. It's still around and still going strong, but why is it still becoming even more popular? The article says it's because of all the new types of yoga being developed. Something for everybody. Chair yoga, restorative yoga, vinyasa yoga, Bikram power, and many, many more other varieties. I mean, really, what do we need to say about it? It's beneficial for your posture. Sex life, 10K times, body composition, quality of sleep, workplace health, and it can be for your pocketbook as well. Because once you get the hang of it, and you memorize all those key poses, you don't need to pay some gumby-jointed 20-something to get in touch with your inner zen. Because at the end of the day, a good yoga session is all about you. You know what to do. Find the place. Do it yourself. So there you have it. The top three fitness trends of 2018 as ranked by the Daily Burn website. Those three trends, once again, the idea of stopping and refocusing during your exercise sessions. That's number three, and it's called mindful movement. The birth of Zwift Nation, or the skyrocketing popularity of virtual reality training, especially for cycling, was number two. And sitting, or should we say posing, at the top, is that ancient combination of mind, body, and soul, yoga, the top fitness trend of 2018. Join us next time for our Fit Tip of the Week. Zach Newfeld will be back with Between the Ears. Zach will be explaining how harnessing your inner rage just might be the ticket to racing faster. Oh, it starts off innocently enough. You're a few pounds overweight. Maybe you like a beer or two or three after work. And a friend suggests maybe you ought to get some exercise. So you sign up to do your very first triathlon. But not just any try, a half Ironman. But not just any half Ironman, a heat monster of the course called the Desert Half in a Soyuz. And then, surprise, you find yourself getting out of the water with the fast guys. Whoa, this is cool. Then, reality catches up to you on the run, but you're still hooked on endorphins, on triathlon, and of course, the cool equipment that comes with it. Then you discover a new thing called an Ironman, and you discover a cool bunch of people to train with, and a cool coach called Callahan, and you're in deep, real deep. So you do a few more, and you get in good, and you get strong, and you get curious. Could you do more? And then you discover a new guy, Rich Roll, and he introduces you to a newer thing called an Ultraman. And you train for it. You do it. You don't die. And you get curious. Could I do even more? Let's find out where this story takes us. Here's the second part of our two-part interview with Chad Bentley. And your crew said that you had fallen asleep in the elevator. Yeah, and then uh, I just jumped in the car and 
threw my, my duff, you just carry a duffel bag with you and put my head down and tried to sleep for about half hour till we got to the airport. Get out, unload your bike box, shell your gear and uh, yeah, and then you get on the plane and, and on our way to Kona. For the big island, the last day yeah. of the Epic Five. Yeah, and it's, uh, everybody's spirits are quite high. Yeah. So we, uh, I think Edwin, because he had a bike uh, issue, he had to take a later flight than everybody else. But other than that, everybody else made it. So Joe came in right just enough time to get to the airport. Uh, yeah. So To the wire. <laughs> yeah. So so that was pretty good. So uh, um, yeah, so Kona's a celebration day. And again. Still that, have to get her done. Yeah. And it's not an easy course. Yeah. So, but it was, it was, it was pretty awesome. So we started the swim probably lunchtime. I mean, that area changes so much. The, you know, it's one thing when you're getting ready to swim off a of Digby beach in the morning, mm-hmm. it's At calm. Seven, and yeah. So you get up closer to the afternoon, the wind comes up, yeah. the currents change. So mm-hmm. I was really shocked by the current. So, but it was great. You know, there were lots of people watching, a lot of people from the Ultraman family were oh, watching. Oh, neat, yeah. So, and, you know, it's Kona's such a triathlon place. Yeah. Plus there was a big paddling event going on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we started off and... Uh, it was just a nice, beautiful, relaxing swim because it's. And Chad, the, Chad the currents is, are pretty bad. And but. Chad is a swimmer. I mean, he's a heck of a swimmer. So. Yeah, I like the water. Yeah, so it's, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I saw a dolphin. Mm. So that was kind of nice. Good sign. Good omen. <laughs> yeah, and uh, because it was so busy down there with the paddling event, so once we finished the the swim, our crews picked us up and shuttled us over to uh, transition, and that was at the pool. There's a pool in in Kona. So they used the parking lot as a transition. Again, I probably procrastinated, took a long time in, uh, in transition. I was super tired and my feet were so bad. And, uh, I can't remember what time I left to go out on the bike, but, uh, you know, it was the heat of the day and starting in the heat of the day, starting, let's clarify, starting the bike ride, 180 kilometer bike ride in the heat of the day. Yeah. And, uh, so we. We took off and, you know, we kept just a, you know, didn't, didn't, wasn't able to push it or anything <laughs> like that. It was a long bike ride. Yeah. And uh, probably about an hour and a half, two hours into it, I started seeing double. Uh, it just was just so tired. Sleep deprivation. Yeah. yeah. So I, I pulled over and I said to my crew, I said, I'm going to jump in the front of the car and I'm going to sleep for five minutes and then wake me up. So I would literally hand them my bike take my helmet off, yeah. give it to them, crawl into the front seat, oh. and I would be out cold in a full dream state. Wow. Yeah. I, you could do that. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever had it, so your body <laughs> is ready to, you could have, I could have slept anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't have, you know, it wouldn't have been a problem. And it really helped. Five minutes. Yeah. Did uh, Lucy would wake me up, mm-hmm. and then uh, on I'd go, I'd be good for another hour and a half, and yeah. I'd do the same thing. You found something that worked. Yeah, yeah. and I just kept going and doing that, and... Finally made my way up to Havi, and mm-hmm. that's a climb, quite a long climb up into Havi. And the winds were pretty fierce that day, or yeah, they're by that point, it's it, Hawaii along the coast. The, yeah. the wind was bad the whole, you know, the whole time. Okay, right. So <laughs> it's just more of the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, it got up to Havi. It was great. There were a lot of people from Epic Five were up there. The staff mm-hmm. and uh, some people from Ultraman were up there and. So once I got to that turnaround point to head back to Kona. Bit of a downhill? It was downhill, mm-hmm. yeah. And then sun was starting to kind of 
go down. It was yeah. starting to set. So I made my way back from Havie down to where it goes back onto the Queen K. And my wife was waiting there for me. They were doing a crew swap. So Lucy and Dana had been with me all day. Mm. It was their turn to go sleep. Ah. And then Matt and Rich were now taking over. Plus, my wife and kids were waiting for me there. With uh -huh. the, she had a coffee for me. Uh -huh. And then we threw on the uh, high-vis and the, all the lights on the bike and everything. Right, yes. So I still had a long way to go to get back to Kona, and it was pitch black. Okay. And that is a lonely highway. There's, <laughs> it's just lava fields. That's it. Yeah. So, uh, so we just, yes, just started going, just mm -hmm. moving forward. And I kept, uh, I was raising money for five different charities and Terry Fox Foundation was for the, was the last day. Mm -hmm. So I just kept thinking to myself, you know, Terry Fox would love to be cycling out here right now. Yes. And it yes, kept me going would. and, uh, you know, we made it through. Mm -hmm. So I think I got into transition 1030 at night. Yeah. Well, well into the night. It was, well. it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was like, by the time I got back there, it was almost like I was impaired. You know, it was just, I was so tired hmm. and I didn't have, once the sun went down, I didn't have to stop for, for naps Interesting. on the bike. Yeah. I don't know what it was. If huh. it was the light off the bike uh -huh. or, you know, and thank God in Kona, the shoulders too are so wide Yeah, that it was, I felt safe, even though the highway was busy, that whole Queen K highway is just, just busy. So, uh, I got into transition and then my, uh, my young five-year-old daughter was waiting for me and she was going to pace me for a kilometer because I'd be walking. Yes. And uh, so she started off with me, but I bet you I stopped. Once I finally got my runners on mm -hmm. and got off, off my butt out of the back of the uh, van, uh -huh. I was probably in transition for an hour and a half. Oh, My wow. wife kept saying to me, let's go. You got to keep moving, keep yeah. moving. And, did, uh, did your wife use, because my wife used this, come on, the crew is waiting for you. Get your butt yeah, out of the back yeah, of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, I got going. I started. I started going, and then uh, my daughter was with me for a while. And then I, I said to, I said to my wife, I can't just be alone with my daughter. I don't feel safe. Okay. Yeah. I, I felt wobbly. Yeah. So uh, we we called it after about five hundred meters. We said, uh, you know, Magella, you're gonna have to. Yeah. Yeah. You go. Time to go back to the condo. Yeah. It was late at night anyway. And Maybe then, she had enough already. I, she probably did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want her to see me like that either. Mm, you know? Yeah. So, and then uh, my wife uh, kind of paced me in a power walk uh, for about 13 kilometers. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Maddie kind of took over and walked with me. It kind of seemed like all night. Yeah, it would seem all night. <laughs> well, it was, it night. was mostly, mostly all night. Oh, it was all night. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it was just up. It was uh, uh, two loops down the uh, Alihi Drive. Mm-hmm. So you just, you went out and back, out and back. So it was, uh, it was interesting. It was a couple of mentally tough times, yeah. a few hallucinations. Mm. Uh, but uh, once I was on my way back after on our, you know, the sun was up. How know, appropriate. Hey? Yeah. We yeah. started getting a little giddy and yeah. like, it was pretty, uh, pretty tired and knew it was coming to an end mm -hmm. when we were about 5k out. It was, yeah. it was kind of celebration time. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we finished it seven in the morning uh-huh yeah a new day a new person yeah it was yeah. Uh, it was it was interesting yeah well <laughs> everybody used the word interesting from a 5k up to the uh epic five triathlon so you went in there we had had a discussion how are you different now as a person as an athlete as a father it was a, it was a mental test for me it was it just taught me i i kind of knew that i, I really wasn't a type of person that would just that would quit even my pain tolerance went way up because of my feet because mm. it was really bad but 
I found that I, I loved these races, the kind of the harder it was mentally, the more I got into it. And when I think back on what was the biggest, uh, the biggest, uh, you know, the best experience or feeling from doing this race, it's that complete exhaustion of the body. It was like a cleanse. It, that's the, it almost gives me a chill up my spine when I think about it. Really? Hey? Yeah. And it was like, it, it, it was like a cleanse for the soul. I, I couldn't have gone on to do another one. I think if my feet were... I mean, my feet were such bad shape. I'll have to show you a picture we of need blisters to, we'll, we'll, When we upload this podcast, our interview, yeah. we have to have feet pictures. Yes, that that's going to tell a, a good chunk of the story. So it's just a matter of no painkillers, no doctors, no amputations. You just got to suck up the pain in your feet and just keep moving. Yeah, suck up the pain. And I, um, I couldn't take Advil or anything. I, I take blood thinners anyway. Oh, okay. So I can't take... Uh, Advil or mm-hmm. ibuprofen or any, you know, it, so it was just a matter of, I don't think it would have helped, you know, mm. it's not going to help your feet. Yeah. It's not going to take deep, deep blister pain away. Yeah. Right. Other than that, it wasn't, uh, the next day after I woke up, I actually think running the 84 kilometers straight after Ultraman is more abusive. Mm. It felt like it was like in the joints and in the knees and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Probably because all these, mar- these five marathons were done at a, at a pretty slow pace. Yeah. So it's not a lot of impact. Mm-hmm. It was just the blisters that were really, really bad. And other ways you've changed. I mean, you've gone through a lot of things that, you know, very few people on our planet can say they've gotten through. Are there any key moments now when you're having a bad day at work or maybe your, your kids aren't behaving the way you want them to or just, you know, you're just having one of those days? Are there any moments from the Epic Five that you can kind of use as money in the bank and say, I got through that shit and I'm a better person for it? You know, it, it's it's not about anything now, mm-hmm. but the way I grew up. No. There was a time in my life where I may not have committed to things mm-hmm. and would see them through. I proved it to myself. The first time I did an Ironman, yeah. it made me realize, wow, I can commit to a goal and succeed at that goal. Ultraman was the same way. But Epic Five was like kind of the, this now made me realize that I am mentally tough. So it, it makes me at peace with what I had been like in my past yeah so you, you know i don't know balance the book so to it's, speak it's been my own personal journey right so and and that's when i look at life transformation if somebody wants to change their life from you know being overweight or from alcohol abuse or anything like that everybody has their own personal journey on how to get there mine was just to put my mind through a little bit of, of suffering mm-hmm. that's the way i looked at it. and your feet and my feet yeah <laughs> yes. but it was uh it was it was an amazing experience, and and one guy there, Chris, he said to me, he was he goes, when you go home, make sure you sign up for another event, oh, fairly soon, or you're going to go into a depression. That's one thing I didn't do. Ah, and, and I've been struggling. What should I do next? So have you fallen into a bit of a lull or? Yeah, it's yeah. just uh, with having a family, and I have a lot of work commitments and stuff yeah. as well. And I've spent the last couple of years really focusing on endurance athletics. Yes, you have. You can sign up for a five k chat. It's, yeah. it's, it's a race. <laughs> yeah. you know. So it's uh, finishers, medals, bagels. Yeah. So it's uh, you know just trying to figure out what I what I want my time to look like uh-huh. next year. But one thing I've realized is I, I I love to swim, bike, and run. I I just like it, and I feel like I need it in my life. Mm-hmm. It makes me a better person. I think it does. <laughs> makes me happier with myself. Yes, and I think that's it. It makes you a better person to live with as a husband and a father. I'm sure, and a coworker, right? It is. Yeah. I think my wife would rather see me out training than not. Mm. 
Yeah. Right. And and I always find time to spend a lot of time with my kids and yeah. they're very hands on and yeah. work too. I, I squeeze it all in. Yeah. So it's time management really what it comes down to. Yeah, that's what we spoke about sneaking in those well, not sneaking in, making time and committing to them and getting out to the Abbotsford Rec Center, getting in the yards in the pool and then going yeah. back to work and holding it all together for week after month after year. Yeah, right? it's just mm-hmm. consistency, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think over the holidays, I'll, I'll set some new goals for next year. They're not going to be as big as Epic 5, I'll tell you that. Uh, I suspect <laughs> it would be hard, but you were telling us, uh, we won't talk about Uberman quite yet, but we know somebody who has done it, Gerard Charlton, and he may be uh, an upcoming FitSpeak guest. But right now, it's back to Chad. So after that, what are some of the lingering body issues that you had for perhaps a couple of weeks after? Was it primarily the feet, or was yeah. there anything that surprised you that was still hurting? Or no, my uh, all my joints and muscles and everything recovered fairly fast. Just my feet, my the outer edges of my my little toe and my feet was numb probably for six weeks. Wow, it was numb. Yeah, and that's because I had to favor the the inside of my foot because of the massive blister. So I ended up walking on the outside of my feet more. Yeah. And uh, so that took a while to heal. So mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. When I got home, I, I took a I took probably a month off of anything. And then I got back into the pool because I just... I so that was, uh, that was my next question. What yeah. was the first thing you returned to? And it was back to the water. Yeah, into the pool. It was the, it was the dolphin, yeah. right? Calling yeah. you back. <laughs> Nothing long though. Just yeah. short, just to say okay. that I did something. What's, but... what's short for Chad? 3K? No, no, no. Like, yeah, I like to... Right now, I just go... Four times a week, do fifteen hundred meters. No, okay. Yeah, so, something people can relate to. <laughs> yeah, just to go out and, and just—it's yeah. more of a stretch out, really, than anything. And but after after Christmas, you mm-hmm. know, the new year comes, and you set new goals, and I'm sure the distances will go up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> So uh, a little bit earlier on, you were saying you were also doing this to raise some money for some charities in the province. Yeah. So do you want to tell us some of the charities and some of the some of the funds you raised for them? Yeah, we uh, we raised money for uh, the Millipede Project. That's my wife's. Uh, my wife. This is my wife's kind of. Uh, Mary Jo. Uh, yeah, this is what she she did. She created this thing called the Millipede Project where we, we took some of the money for uh, a certain amount of money that we raised and and uh, we put it towards uh, buying uh, five or 600 new pairs of shoes for kids that can't afford back-to-school shoes. Oh, okay. So kids living in poverty. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, did CNIB Youth Services, so raise enough money to put uh, send kids to camp. Mm-hmm. We did Canuck Place. Along with uh, Gerard. Yeah, so Canuck Place, and uh, so that was amazing. Got to go through a tour of Canuck Place. That was, and then Terry Fox Foundation, and that was the last that right. was day five. And then we did Minerva BC, which is uh, their Indigenous Roots program. It's uh, helped raise money for uh, Indigenous women leadership mm-hmm. programs. So all in all, between my wife and I, yes, uh, we raised about forty-two thousand dollars. Wow! And can yeah. people still donate to these? Yeah, you can go onto my page, and and uh, it gives you a link to the Mary Jo's fund that she has, and it's all done through Van City. They take the money, tax receipts get uh, sent automatically, mm-hmm. so it's perfect. So I wouldn't have been able to do it without my wife. Though. That was a... the story. She's a, she's a master of 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 media raising money she she really is she's amazing at it so tell us again because we're neither (laughs) masters of that um what's your uh web page so we can launch into that again yeah it's uh plantslifesports.com 
plantslifesports.com. Yeah, and uh, if you just scroll through, it'll say donate. And the page is a little bit out of date because it still says follow Chad through his Epic Five, so mm-hmm. I need to update it all. And... Follow Chad through his recovery yeah. from one word. You're, you're there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, you know, I, I, uh, I'm launching a, a coaching business mm-hmm. and I want to help people. It's not a triathlon coaching business. I can coach for triathlon, <laughs> but it's, I want to I want to work with people that... Uh, they want to f- transform their life and uh, move from one of, you know, maybe they're just not happy with where they are in their life now, whether they're sedentary or mm. whatever it may be. I, uh-huh. It happens to people. It just yeah. life catches up to you. And I want to help them uh, um, uh, transform into uh, a person of that values health and wellness mm-hmm. and, and see what type of mental shifts can happen from it. So. So you can contact me through my page. Okay, and we yeah. wish you uh, best of success with that. Along with your other day job, you're going to be a busy guy with the uh, with the windstorm we had in the Fraser Valley, yeah. a bunch of trees. And, of course, the victims are always the power lines, and that's Chad's background as well. Yeah, that's my that's my uh, my main <laughs> main job for sure. That's uh, Luckily, I don't work on the tools anymore. Yeah. So. But the boys are busy. Mm-hmm. So just before we let you go, uh, one of my favorite topics, especially this time of year, is food. So um, when you're doing these, you must have been in a zombie-like state for some of it. But I know when I went through some of the experiences, whether it was even a half Ironman or an Ironman or, or the, the Ultra 520, did you have any interesting food cravings that kind of surprised you? You know, it's uh, I didn't. Mm. And... Uh, that's your stomach is always turning mm. so you don't feel that well yeah so and to be honest with you i mean everybody loves pizza <laughs> so that pizza hit the spot yeah but uh i think the crave the cravings came after a couple of days after and what were those for oh i was just to get into you know some good you know the hawaiian fruit mm, actually okay. that's like mangoes and that kind of stuff and we and we had that throughout the race but yeah even that you know it's Mm. You need to get that calorie dense stuff in. Yeah. <laughs> it was more or less the junk food. Mm. I definitely wasn't craving any junk food after it because it, there were a lot of times where we had chocolate bars and yeah. you know stuff like that. By necessity, but after By necessity. it's over and done with, you yeah. kind of revert to uh, yeah. a more sober, sane, healthful approach to your food. Yeah. Okay, so three pieces of advice. A person's uh, listening to the podcast right now. It's the end of the year. It's time for... You know, looking forward to the new year, resolutions, three pieces of advice from Rad Chad, the completer of the Epic Five Triathlon. What would you give us? Well, I would say uh, set a goal and make sure they're a smart goal. Uh, what does that mean, smart goal? Uh, they have to be simple, measurable, attainable, um, realistic, and they have to have a time commitment to it so you can't just say i'm gonna do this and just leave it at mm-hmm. that so it's breaking it down making does sure before i die count yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and you know it's just a matter of uh, uh commit to that and uh and and also overcome the fear don't let uh, anything that your mind's telling you you know some bullshit story mm-hmm. in the back of your mind saying that you can't do something don't let that take you over battle it and overcome your fear and just just go for it mm-hmm. yeah you every time you overcome a fear you grow yes so and that's uh that's really the the, the basis of life isn't it we all mm-hmm. need to grow thank you so much chad <laughs> all right thanks kevin that's it for another edition of fit speak the fraser valley's fitness wellness and endurance sports podcast fit speak is brought to you by wedding cycle in mission 
your Wenting's Word of the Week is Speak and Spin. Once again, your Wenting's Word of the Week is Speak and Spin. We're also brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. Whether your goals are iron, golden, or ultra, our low client-to-coach ratio ensures you get the one-on-one time you deserve to achieve your potential. It's TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. See the link at the bottom of this page to book your free consultation and goal-setting session. Be listening to us next time when we have the latest upcoming event schedule and our fit tip of the week. I'll be explaining how anger may fuel you to do better race day performances. Hey, it worked for Lance. And Kevin Watt will be back with his social media shout-outs. Make sure to join us for that. And for all of us at Fitspeak, I'm Zach Newfell. Thanks for listening.